Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. This is Kimberly, the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. And um, how you doing, Kathy? I'm hot as hell. <laughs> you asked. Um, lots of rain, and then all of a sudden, the heat came back like it was the 3rd of July. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it is warm um in this region but other than that I'm good I'm good how are you I'm doing good I'm doing really good I've had a few good days um Johan asked me uh because I've been so sad if I should consider going on antidepressants and I felt so sad for him because it's like oh he just he he just looked lost because he just didn't know what to do and he wa- he wanted to fix me and he just couldn't figure out how to fix me well, you need to spend some time and talk to him and let him know that you're okay. Yeah. And that this is this is your process. And you just need him to keep doing everything that he's doing. Yeah. Like buying you a freezer dryer. <laughs> well, I started going on my walks again. It was something I haven't done in a long time, um, going on walks in the morning. And because I'm such a night owl. I become such a night owl and then I sleep until in later in the morning and then I get up and just start working all day. So I started getting up earlier and going for long walks in the morning and then going for a second walk in the evening. Sometimes I'll take Zoe with me and that nice. has helped a lot. Just getting out there, enjoying. Well, look at my little curls. Are my curls like I got all these curls? You you want curls? I have them. I, that's not what I asked you. Do you want Oh, do them? I want? Yes. I love okay, that. Well, then you have them. <laughs> I mean, you said it, you said it, and it was so nondescript. Like, I didn't know if I was supposed to like, be happy for you or empathize with you. So I needed to check. Anyway, did you have any epiphanies this week? I did. Well, not epiphanies. Um, so let me see what happened with me this week that's dog related. <laughs> this is my busy season uh, because we have a lot of different activities that go on with the therapy dogs outside of just their regular job. Uh, Really, really excited. Uh, The relationship is eh, 45 days or so old, but we now have therapy dogs in the dental clinic. Um, They're with pediatrics, they're with the um, all over the place, just kind of helping the fourth year residents that are in dental school that are now working on breathing human beings. It's got to be very frightening. So we do a lot of decompression with them. Dental anxiety is a real thing. So we're in the waiting rooms and what have you. But October 4th is the birthday of St. Francis of Azizi. He's the patron saint of animals. And, you know, we do the blessing of the dogs. Haven't done it since 2019. So I'm really, really excited about this year because it's going to be very, very different. I'm kind of creating this carnival theme. Oh, nice. Um, I've looked at some local heroes who have gone above and beyond. Um, One is a 10-year-old child. Another one is a a media personality in Charleston who has quietly been working behind the scenes with the Charleston Animal Society. So we're going to honor her. And so I'm really excited about that. But Jax came up to me Thursday and... I went to hug him and I was like, oh, good Lord. 
So I looked, I lifted the flap of that right ear and oh, what did my wondering eyes oh, get to? not again. Well, you know, it was the left before. So it was that night. I called Dr. Craig and I said, hey, Suzanne, you got to help me. Um, Jax has an ear infection coming. It's not here, but it's coming. This is the Labor Day weekend. The homeopathic holistic vet had already sent out an email wishing everybody a wonderful holiday. Be back Tuesday. So mm. I, I I had some leftover um, medication from Harley, but I knew I couldn't use that because we didn't know if it was yeast or bacteria or anything. So long story short, um, being the person that she is, and you could sense that when you talked to her yeah. during our podcast, she was very sweet. She said, um, come in at 6.30 on Friday. Now, coming in at 6.30 on Friday is not anything that I would want to do, but for the sake of the boys, yes, I will. Because they both have regular veterinarian jobs and then they own their own practice out in this rural area where they help so many people. So um, I take Harley with me. And as soon as we get there, he's real happy. But I don't know if you saw the picture on Instagram. He was kind of like, we didn't talk about this. You didn't tell me <laughs> that I was coming to the vet. So I assured him, yes, I was having another conversation. I assured him that he would um, only, he was only there for moral support for Jax. And so Dr. Johnson came in and he is a super cool vet. He really is. He came in and he loves Jax. Jax loves him. It was a little love fest going on. He looked at the ear and I told his, he and his, his wife and I had made a bet. I said it was bacterial. I said it was, yes. And she said, um, you know, we bet a quarter. Well, I was wrong. Um, it was, <laughs> it was, it yeast. was yeast. And he said, it's very, very early. He said, let me clean it out really good. And so then he said, um, when did he have his last side point? And it must've been like 10 weeks ago, which is phenomenal because you start out at about three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. And as your body starts to just kind of like help and build with the immunity, Jax can literally go a little more than two months, which I love. And it's only during these seasons. Like he got one Friday night and he won't get another one till like February okay. or March and the spring comes. Mm -hmm. um, so he says, well, I can give him a side point and that will help. I said, right on. And so then um, I said, can you check Harley's eyes? And he said, sure. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm looking at, um, I think, and you said, I sounded so medicine-ish. <laughs> I, I said, you know, when he jumps down the stairs, he has a tendency to miss the bottom step. Mm -hmm. I believe he's experiencing, you know, depth perception issues. May you check his eyes for me? <laughs> so he checked his eyes. He says, oh, wow. And I was like, what, what? He said, his eye nerves are amazing. They're in excellent shape. Yay. I know, right? So I whipped out my phone. I said, let me show you a video. <laughs> and so when I showed him the video, then he told me, he said, come over here, stand with me. He said, I want you to look. And he said, it's nothing with his eyes. His hips and his joints are weakening. And he's probably got arthritis. And he doesn't want to use those back legs if he doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. So he's spry enough to leap over the last step. And that's what he does. 
kind of to preserve those back. I said, well, I just don't like agree with that. But since you have the degree in the, <laughs> and the customers and the clients, I guess so. So we talked about the CBD oil and he said, I'm okay with that. He said, but understand, he said, I want to give you something to try along mm-hmm. with the CBD. He okay. said, CBD will help mask the pain and it will give, you know, it will relieve some of the um, inflammation. He yeah. said, but I have something, he said it, and I know how you are about chemicals. He says, this is about as natural as you can get. He said, and it's a supplement that will help try to regenerate as much as the muscle as really? possible. And so he said, and you know what? It was 80 bucks for 70 cubes. He said, it is, um, he said, nothing is going to put him back together. Right. He said, now, if you want to use the CBD, if you think he's in pain, but he said, do this for me for 30 days and then let me know what you see. And I was like, okay. So then I said, well, now, since we're here, I was going to make an appointment with holistic homeopathic people. I said, but can you, can you give him his rabies shot? And he said, I'll give him his rabies shot if he's due. And I was like, of course he's due. Yes. And he said, um, but let me just go ahead and give him a physical. So I don't know if you saw the picture. Harley had this look on his face, like Marvin Gaye singing, (laughs) what's going on? It was like, it was like, girl, you lied to me. And I said, Harley, he just wants to take your temperature. That's it. He was like, you, you what's happening? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. Hey, hey now. So um, so we talked about the socks. I am gonna go ahead and order the have you seen the Riff Ruff sneakers? R-I-F-R-U-F. They're sneakers for dogs. Mm-hmm. They kind of look like little miniature Jordans, but I think I'm gonna go and try those because now after washing and washing, I'm not upset with my grippers but they're gripping fine. The fabric's a little looser. Mm. And girl, I thought I would die. I may have thrown it away. I tried to put one on and the little sneakers, the little stinkers nail pull right through. It looked like them socks we used to wear in college with the hole in the toe. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, you don't want out um, a whole sock. But I'm thinking that the sneakers may be pretty cool too as well Yeah. Um, for him outside and all of this heat. So I'm going to go ahead and order him a, a white pair. Nice. And, um, and see how he's doing. But, but that was, that was my epiphany, if you will. Um, so, you know, so what was the, um, the medication or supplement that he gave you? Do you remember what it's called? You move. Huh? You, yeah. move. you move. I'm going to look that up. I'm actually going to try, um, it's called like antler velvet, elk antler velvet. Um, it has now all that's these new, I've never heard of that. I've heard about it over the years. And, um, but you know, it was, I'm of a, if I got something that's working, then why change? I'm going to use it until it doesn't work. But, um, after, you know, this past, you know, year and a half with scout i sort of feel like i need to have a backup so that if something does stop working or doesn't work as well or you know you end up having to give more of it like you know because i'm doing WinPro. if i get to a point where rodrigo needs like twice the amount that they recommend then maybe it's time to try something a little stronger and so i figure you know with the labor day weekend i was going to go 
and see if um, a friend of mine recommended the brand that she uses. And so I was going to see if they were having like a Labor Day sale so I can get a little discount. If they're not, I'm not buying it. I'm going to wait until it goes on sale because it's expensive. But um, it's it's just a powder that I can add to his meals. And so I'm going to give that a try and see. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I don't know because I'm on audio. I, I thought I could just go like this. I don't know. And you all wouldn't hear me. So apologies. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I can also edit it out. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, I've gotten to the point now where we're just bearing our souls because <laughs> rarely. Um, yeah, mm-hmm, there we go. So this has, I looked it up for you. Mm-hmm. It's got, um, and you would think I would have looked it up yet last night, but no, I didn't. No, no judgment. Glucosamine and green lipped muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, manganese mm-hmm. and hyaluronic something acid. But anyway, it's good for shock absorption, soft tissue, structural support and recovery. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you get some time, you could go ahead and check it out. He said for this reason, just right now, he said he's been having great results with dogs like Harley that are healthy, um, but it's just the normal deterioration of the muscle in the in the joints because of the age. Because mm-hmm. Harley was, you know, skipping and hopping around in the office. And he said, this might help him a little bit. He said, again, I can't fix everything because yeah. this is the natural order of things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So you check it out and let me know. And if you can't get it there, I can always see if I can get one and ship it to you. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm I'm curious yeah. and I'm, I'm going to be asking you in 30 days. In 30 days. Well, yeah. And that's what I, um, it was 70 shoes for $80. Mm-hmm. And so um, the first four weeks, he wants me to give him one with each meal. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if we start to see some improvement, he says, you can actually back up. It's very simple, similar to what we were doing with yeah. not the wind pro, but the other one, the mm-hmm. glucosamine. Yeah. Thing. But this yeah. happens to be a, um, it's a joint supplement that comes through the veterinarian world. You need a prescription mm-hmm. for it. So uh, well, that's not true because you can buy it online. So what am I saying? Um so I said, okay, all the right things in it. Um, and that's fine. And Jackson has lost four pounds. Nice. He is one pound away from victory. And do you know what I did to make this happen? You want to huh. know? Yes. I removed one thing from his diet, which was a real eye opener for me, for my body, myself, which is like this is not rocket science, but some of us are <laughs> slower than the others. The only thing I removed, uh, well, that's not true. I was a little more conscientious of my scoops of their food, mm-hmm. but I removed the dairy whip. Oh, yeah. Completely. So they just get the fruit and maybe mm-hmm. some crumbles of treats on top, but not often. But yeah. I just removed the dairy whip completely. And I don't go to Starbucks anymore. So he doesn't get his puppuccino anymore. 
Yeah. I'm going to go to work. So, so yeah, I'm going to keep doing that because I don't want him to start experiencing joint and hip issues later either. Was the Dairy Whip sugar-free or anything? Oh, heck no. We're talking okay. Dairy Whip right off the, um, that's what they, that's what they use, the Dairy Whip. Yeah. Well, dairy. no, I was just wondering because um, I've been curious about yogurt. You know, I made my own yogurt months and months ago. I was making my own yogurt and giving it to the dogs. And that is when Zoe gained a bunch of weight. <laughs> and so it was just like lack of ex- exercise and then a little too much of the yogurt. And so yes. in her case, it wasn't sugar. It was just the excess fat in her diet uh, combined with the lack of exercise. Now, Harley reminds me of my grandmother in the sense that as he's getting older, like his appetite is amazing. But even with my Nana, the weight just doesn't stay. Mm -hmm. Like Harley stayed 51 pounds his entire life. I am not kidding you. And now he's teetering at like 48 and I can't get him above that. He has, I mean, he devours his food. You know what he's like at four o'clock. Um, <laughs> I mean, he loves it, but I I can't get him past the 48 pounds. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, like Rod- Lee is saying, is he eating enough? And I'm thinking, I guess so. Now, Rod- Rodrigo um, dropped to um, 58 pounds. I like to keep him at 60. So I increased his um, diet. And so he's eating more food to um, come up with that excess, you know, but he's, yeah, he's doing good otherwise. So are the other dogs they're doing. Zoe, I don't know if she's lost weight because I I still need to wait. I need to do a weigh in today, Um, but I don't know if she's lost weight, but she does look a little trim. So I can see her, her waist a little more and she's going on the, the twice weekly walks with our dog walker. So she took um, her brother's place. And so she's going on those walks. And I know that she's just sort of like, I remember when I first sent her away on the walk, she was confused and kept stopping and looking back. And I don't know, um, is she giving me away? Yeah, I know. And she's just like, cause she knows who Steven is, but she has never gone away with Steven. So, um, so the first day that Steven walked her, he said, yeah, she was a little hesitant. And so he had to keep encouraging her to keep going and going. Cause she would stop and be like, okay, we're going back. We're going back. Um, but now it's been a, you know, a few weeks. And so she's now going on the walk. She's still, you know, if I'm outside with her, she would prefer that I go with her, but, um, I just let her go and don't make a big deal of it. And she, you know, she goes on, goes on her walks and. And then I try to walk her, um, you know, not every day. I don't walk her out on the Centennial Trail, but um, several days a week she walks with me. But mostly we just walk around the the property and she runs around. Oh, so someone emailed me about an app. This is an app where you, it. <laughs> oh, Lord. it's called Snapoo. So you take a, a picture of your dog's poo, take a snap. Um, Snapoo, it's free in the um, Google Play Store and the um, what is it, the Apple Store, and it is, you know, it's an idea, and I was curious about it because you know when the person sent me the email and they're like, you can take a picture and it'll tell you all this stuff about your dog's health from this picture, and I'm just sort of like, really, can you? Because, and so. Before I judge, I went ahead and downloaded it since it's free and then waited for my dogs to 
to poop. It's funny how when you need your dogs to go poop, everyone's just fine. It's like, oh no, I'm good. So I'm walking around with my phone waiting. And then finally someone poops and I snap a picture of it. And the first um, few things that they told me, it was ridiculous. Like there was one poop that was a little soft and it said that the app said it was way too hard and that my dog was constipated. And it's like, well, no, that's not it. Another picture, separate, you know, stool um, said that there was blood in the stool. So I needed to call the vet immediately. No blood. And um, and it, it took a little bit before, you know, I got a, um, a like a reading that was like, okay. And it was basically, yep, the stool looks like your dog is doing great. Your dog is healthy. And I think that this app is problematic. And the reason why is because one, we, sh- we can, I mean, of course I understand not everyone understands this, but it is actually easy to tell if your dog is having issues by looking at the stool. You don't need an app for that. If it's way, way too hard, you probably notice your dog, if you're with your dog, your dog's struggling to get it out. It's constipated. There are many things you can add to the diet, you know, starting with just pureed pumpkin or pureed sweet potatoes, um, a little more fish oil or, you know, canned sardines, something in the diet to sort of loosen things up. Or if you're a raw feeder, you can back off of the bone a little bit because adding too much bone to a meal can make the stool firm up a lot. If the stool is too loose, then there are things that you can do with, you know, to saw, you know, back to the canned the pumpkin carrots. and the canned sweet potato, those and things. And the carrots, don't forget the old yep, carrots. The, the Olewo carrots. I mean, basically adding fiber to the diet will um, help with that. Um, but there's, you know, there's all these things that I've learned to do as a raw feeder because, you know, and I'm just adjusting over the week, you know, depending upon how my dog's stool is. And uh, so, but the thing that bothers me was like the warning that my dog was sick and I needed to, to get him to the vet immediately when that wasn't the case. And then the the flip side of everything looks good. Your dog is doing great. When your dog could actually probably do be due for a, a vet visit. And my worry is people using tools like this, even though I think that it can be educational. Um people using tools like this in place of a veterinary consultation. Well, come, come close. I want to tell you a secret. I don't yes. want anybody to hear. Okay. What? I am not going to be the blankety blank, blank, blank fecal police. <laughs> I mean, and that's the whole time. This is, this is what I saw. And, and, I agree with you 100%. I'm so happy. I've never heard of this. Don't want to hear about it um, from anybody else. But I'm so glad that you shared it because you're so correct from the standpoint that people are going to, some people are going to rely on that um, as opposed to searching out and trying to find something that's going to, um, like a vet, you know? (laughs) Um, we do know what our dog's poop is supposed to look like and and or smell like. We don't necessarily have to rely on the app. Um, I'm glad it's free because what would make it even more horrible is if people were paying for this mm-hmm. nonsense. Yeah. Yes, I already put it out there. Nonsense. So, I mean, it's it's one of those where I'm, I love the fact that there are so many people out there creating tools like that, this, because to be 
frank, um, veterinarians are retiring and quitting in record numbers, according to some. You know, it's a very difficult profession. It's has the highest, um, you know, and you know what rates of self harm and, um, you know, in all of the industries because of the nature of the job. It's just, it's a lot. You know, these people are coming out of school with high school debt. They're trying to, you know, get a job. They're dealing with people who aren't always the nicest people on their worst days. Um, and, you know, I remember years ago, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast in the past, but years ago, um, there was a beef between <laughs> veterinarians on Facebook and one veterinarian, I won't call anyone out, but she, in her response, she was called out and a bunch of really horrible things were said about her. And I was so impressed by her response because instead of attacking back, she just explained what it was to be a veterinarian. And actually another veterinarian, Dr. Donna Kelleher, she's a local veterinarian. She came out with a book last year that is just a book about being a veterinarian. It's not a book about dog food or dog health. It's just about being her background, going to school and her practice. And it's really eye-opening when you talk to veterinarians, have like a real talk about what it is to be a veterinarian. And I'll, if I remember, put a link to the TED Talk. There's another veterinarian that did a wonderful TED Talk about what it is to be a veterinarian. And it's one of those where it is not a job that I would want. I just I have no interest. I love just being a blogger. It's a lot easier. Um, but, and I forgot where, oh, I know I was like, I forgot where I was going with that, but I do know now. Today, it's like so many people either distrust their veterinarian or they can't get in for an appointment or they don't want to go because they're not allowed to go inside um, there or they just can't afford a veterinarian bill. So, so well, many I would, I would going. go with the latter. I would go with the latter, but I'm still, unlike you, I don't, I'm not happy that people are coming up with these kinds of apps. Yeah. I'm not. Well, I think, it's I think, I think it's, I think it's, um, I'm, I'm glad that people are thinking in this way. I just wish that there was more to it. Like for instance, to me, you know, um, Animal Biome and Innovative Pet Labs. These are companies that are coming up with tools where you can test your dogs um, and find out if there's any type of health issues you need to be aware yeah. of and that you can work on. But it's all about science and you're sending a stool sample in and you're getting a report back and, and you're so dealing you with know, scientists. Whereas with know, an app. Well, you know, the app reminds me of the people version of like Cologuard. You know, I don't want this little cartoon determining whether or not I have colon cancer. Mm -hmm. Everybody that I know of that I'm close enough to, we have these kinds of discussions because at my age, this is what we talk about. We we talk about stuff like, how's your colon? No, not really. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, the cola guard to me has gotten more people in trouble, have caused more sleepless nights. Because it comes back where we think we've seen something. You need to contact your physician. And I'm saying, mm -hmm. so why even even go that route? Just go to your physician. Yeah. And it had it had nothing to do with, to the best of my knowledge, with a shortage of doctors, not being close to a doctor, not even having the funds to go to a doctor. It was the damn convenience of having this box dropped off on your step. And you're thinking you could bypass 
what you've gone through before, because come on, let's face it. It's not a joy. It's right up there with everything else that people don't like to do when they have to do it (laughs) annually. But um, at the end of the day, that's how I sense or see or feel about your app. I think not yours um, (laughs) about snap me or snap poo. Okay. Snap poo. I got you snap poo. Um, (laughs) I just assume color me old school. Let me just scoop a turd up in a bag and, <laughs> and and then put it in 12 other bags and drive it to the vet and hope like hell I don't get them mixed up. Did Harley have the double knot? I know that's the worst part. Okay. Who had the green poop bag and who had the black one? I actually write their name on the poop bag now. Before I do anything, I just pull out poop bags and I write Apollo, Zoe. One Rodrigo. time I couldn't remember and I lied. And I said, <laughs> I said, I guessed, right? And the whole time I'm waiting, I said, okay, Kathy, what's your plan? And I figured if both of them came back fine, it wasn't going to be an issue. I said, but now if they both come back, if one comes back and there's a problem, hell, I got to do this all over again. Well, thank God they both came back normal. Now I could have walked out. Well, I feel like I had to confess. (laughs) I I don't know. So now I got to stand there like a third grader and listen to this vet tech wannabe really assistant that makes appointments, not downgrading her at all, but I'm saying now she's going to tell me about, I could get labels. I could get different colored string. I was like, girl, we're behind this. Take my money. It's good. <laughs> you know, both of the tests came back negative. Sweet. Need my paperwork. I'm all right. But um, yeah, I I I would like to see how Snapoo uh, populates and grows, if at all, in terms of consumers using yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, to me, one of my one thing that I it drives me absolutely crazy, and I am working on a review of the app. Um, but one thing that drives me crazy is seeing pictures of dog poop in my social media feed. I can't stand it. And occasionally someone will, it doesn't happen often because I think I've made it very clear that I do not like to open my messages and find pictures of dog poop. If you need to go and take a picture of your dog's poop, you need to send that to your veterinarian. You don't send it to me because I don't feel that that's how I should start my day. Who are you um, hanging out with on social media? Well, that's just that people will like people who are new to raw feeding and they're they'll take up and they're like, is this normal? Is this okay? And and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I, I'm not doing this. And so one thing that I don't like is I just I don't like having pictures of my dog's poop on my phone. They're there because I have a review to do and then I'll delete them. But um, yeah, I just don't like that. <laughs> I don't, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. Are you going to put the pictures of the poop on the blog post? Well, I, that's just it is. I feel like I have to, but I, I decided that so. I'm, I'm going to. Because um, I'm going to be pissed if I'm reading that, like, <laughs> and having my breakfast. I'm going to really be pissed. And you're going to find out about it I'm going to call you. I'm going to fade them out. Like, you know how people do when someone didn't give their approval to be. I think you should just have a picture of nothing. And underneath it say, please use your imagination. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I'm not going to put full on pictures of dog poop. I, it'll be faded out. And if I can't get it to fade out, then it just won't go on there. Simply be, for that reason, I don't like to be scrolling through something and then get hit with a picture of dog poop. I don't like it. It's my. I don't life. particularly care to see dog parts. Now, I'm not talking about when the dog is spread eagle mm-hmm. sleeping. No, but like, I don't know why people No, oh, we're going down a rabbit hole. I didn't want to go down. But when people want to show you like, you know, the scab, the scar, the st- and then they say, what shall I do? And we mm-hmm. talked about this before. So I'm just going to hit that and, and move on. But um, this is why I don't do Facebook for Kathy anymore. Because it was too much. Yeah. My, the boys Facebook page, it is like when Julie Andrews was on the top of the mountain in, in that movie <laughs> and she was twirling around and singing. What was that movie? The Hills Are Alive. The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what Groovy Golden Doodles is like. I mean, I, know. I can you, so relate to that too. I'm going to have to get see if that, I can find a gif you, and put it in here because it's just like, it, it is. It just makes you smile and it's twirl. Nice, and, you know, I mean, yes. It's nice. It's, yes. You know, that's what yeah. I want. If yeah, I, I don't want like that. poop and stuff, then that's just like living in you the know, real world. I am left, I, I leave raw feeding groups and stuff that do this. There are just certain things I just don't need to see. I, you know, yeah, I I'm just don't you, need girl. I don't need it. I'm just, I it's not, a, I'm not a fan. I don't want to see it. You can describe it if you need to have a conversation, but if you need to go through the trouble of taking a picture, I really think your best bet is just to send it to your veterinarian. And when you describe it, don't describe it like a food. No, it's <laughs> just like that soft serve that they have at Wendy's. See, that's not, that's not cool. All right. Find some other mean, describing is you know diarrhea, loose stool, you know regular stool or super hard. That's all you need. To, that's all it needs to be. And that, you know, I just and I I just don't. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't. I you know. Yeah. So snapu. I okay. just I I I think that you know I'm trying to give them props for coming up with a, a helpful maybe solution that someone felt that needed to be out there. I just don't understand why an app is needed to understand your dog's stool when, you know, there are plenty of, you can Google dog poop and plenty of websites that will explain like the different textures or whatever. Tons of photos. Different colors, you know, what you need to look for. Um, I don't, you know, but maybe as the app grows and it gets more information, just like, you know, Animal Biome, when Animal Biome was very new, didn't have a good experience with them. When I tried them this year, it my experience with them, I can't shut up about it. It was so amazing. And the information was so great. Um, when I, I t- tried the Innovative Pet Labs test, their comprehensive test, wasn't a fan of the results I, as far as the report that they gave to us. But I sat down and had a consultation with them where I gave them my feedback of what I thought and what I would love, you know, for, in, in exchange for the price, because it is a very high price point, what I would want to see. And they were very receptive and open and we had a great discussion. So now I'm, I'm excited about the company. Um, so I think it's great that there are these companies out there promoting, you know, good information. But I just taking a picture and you're going to tell me if my dog needs to go to the vet. It's like, I think I know. 
Well, I, I have I have the answer for everybody listening today. Mm, okay. If you, have, if you want to know about your dog's poop, ask Billy. <laughs> I was drinking something, Kathy. I know, I know. So here, let's talk about this. Um, let's talk about this new book. What new book? Excuse me? My book? Yes. Oh, I still got to edit it. Girl, do you know that I went on Fiverr to find someone to edit my book thinking, you know, how much could it cost? I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be $5, but, you know, I figured, you know, it would be it would be an investment, but I was prepared to pay that to have my book edited. It the lowest price I found. I mean, I didn't spend a ton of time and there are a ton of people on there, but I try to find people that have high ratings and, you know, have a professional thing, you know, and I'm not going to be scammed by someone doing a, you know, a half-assed job. It was going to start at $2,500 and go all the way up to $4,500 to have my book edited. And you said, no, I'm going to do it myself. (laughs) So I'm going to do the first pass through this weekend. And then, um, you know, I wish I could, you know, could it's just, it's hard to ask a friend to edit a book because it is pretty long. It really has to be someone who's interested in, in the topic, but also not super familiar with the topic because that's who I'm trying to attract is people who are new to this. Um, so what's the title? It's the like title pulling. of the book is going to be Raw Feeding from A to Z. I was going to be a novice's guide to raw feeding without all the BS, but I decided not to have that be the title. I was trying to just make it raw feeding from A to Z because that's how it kind of started is from that, that, um, that, what is it called? A, the, the challenge, the blogging challenge. challenge. Yeah. yeah. The blogging challenge. So yeah. blogging from A to Z. A to Z. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. Um, but I, I did understand. add your, your, um, your foreword. Well, very good because um, I'm going to hit you up for mine. So are you writing a book? Yes. And what is your book going to be about? It's the one that I've been working on for the last good God. However, um, Golden Doodles from A to Z. Really? That is awesome. Yes. I'm going to take what I started with the challenge and just kind of expand. Um, So I'm really looking forward to it. the photos I'm very pleased with. So it's the same photographer that did my um, photos for my homepage on the blog. Mm-hmm. Just haven't figured out how I want to promote this, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's I'm fun. excited. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I know. Um, so you figure yours will be out when? Uh, well, the idea was to have it out last month, but I lost Scout and that kind of just, I'm still kind of trying to find a new normal. And so my goal is to have it out, um, you know, sometime in late September, early October. Okay. Still so, a good time frame. Yeah. So just to like, give me another month so that I can do, um, I'm going to do, I actually shared it with my Patreon supporters. Um, and so I'm going, and that's like the unedited version. <laughs> so they got the the raw version. And so I'm going to go through and <clears throat> do a Grammarly edit. Grammarly is an app that I use for my blog to do, Mm -hmm. and it does the grammar, the spelling, everything. And so I'm going to do that edit first. I'm going to do that this weekend. 
And then after that, I will print it out and then actually go through and read it and see what I, you know, see what I think, if there's anything I need to add to clarify all of that. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I might send out, depending upon like if any of my followers are interested in reading it and, um, and, you know, giving me like, like this is, this can be, yeah, this can be more clear, you know, I shouldn't say more clear, clarified a little more, um, Mm -hmm. things like that. Or have you thought about adding a section about this? It's one of those books where you eventually you just have to stop because you can write about so many things, but is eventually you just have to stop. And I think I'm at a stopping point. I don't have an ending, so I need to wrap it up. Um, but I don't, I don't have an ending, but we'll see. So I'm going to ask this question because I've gotten a lot of comments and inquiring minds want to know. This is like our third or fourth visual episode, correct? Yeah. Does Vanessa ever move? No. Yeah, she does. Um, Vanessa was out and about yesterday. I've used her because I, the reason why Vanessa is the best, best vacuum because she has a light. And so what I used to do, my cleaning routine is I sweep, you know, I have one of those um, sweep mop things, dust mops that I do the floors with. And I do that, you know, two to three, two or three days a week. And I used to have another vacuum where I used it to get the big clumps of hair. Or once I swept everything up, I'd take the vacuum and and just vacuum up the pile. Um, but then that vacuum got old and it was time for it to, to be retired <clears throat> because I use my vacuums regularly. So they don't last, they last a couple of years. Um, except for Vanessa has been around for a bit and she's, she's, she's turned into the champion. And so when she decides to go, I'm going to go get one of her sisters and you won't even know that there's a change. But um, she has a light. And so when, after I got her, I did my sweeping and then I um, used my light uh, to vacuum up the little pile with that light. And I'm like pushing it around. And it was like, I didn't sweep anything. There was hair still everywhere on the floor. So now I just vacuum our hardwoods and our tile with her and um, she gets everything up. And then I use, I vacuum the furniture, I vacuum between the pillows, behind the couch, everything. And I do that about twice a week. Like she's got some kind of a a track on the floor. Like when you get ready to have your oil changed and you have to drive up and you put (laughs) your your car in in the wheel locks. Because I swear, if you go back and look at the other videos, she's in the same yeah, it's, location. It's like a perfect spot. It's it's like you can't see, but there's a built a, a building. There's a an armoire. That's where all the dog blankets are, right next to it. And so it's like this perfect spot that she just goes right into. Yeah, it looks like you Parker. You know, mm-hmm. you I do. Right. And then there. we have a, a wet vacuum in the other room that I use. So after I do her, then I do the wet vacuum to clean up any residual dirt. Um, and I, I love it. Keeps our house clean, keeps it from well, clean well, and smelling okay. that doggy smell. So, so did, I tell you, did I tell you about, I know I told you about the, um, the elevator, right? Last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. So we, we met again on Tuesday and I am so happy that for those of you that didn't listen last week, shame on you, shame on you. Um, <laughs> go back, run now, go back, run. 
and listen. You don't, you don't but have to I have a, you can I have a phenomenal therapy dog um, that just joined the program that had me hostage on the ninth floor for 40 minutes because we took the elevator from the first to the 10th floor. And then we took the stairs from the 10th down to the ninth. And when we got finished visiting patients and and nurses and doctors, we were getting ready to go down to the seventh floor. And that's when she let us know absolutely positively, without a shadow of a doubt, was she not getting back on this moving floor? And so for 40 minutes, you know, we were waiting on some kind of divine intervention to figure out how we were going to get down. Mm-hmm. So we met again and she came with a small Tupperware container of cheese nice nice now the people in the hospital were a little perplexed because we stood in the little hallway where you have the four elevators two on each side uh-huh. and then elevator doors opened and closed and we didn't move and we got cheese and then they opened and closed again and we didn't move and they got cheese and we did that like three times and then the elevator opened and we walked in and came back out and we got cheese did that about three times. It was a long night. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when we left, we were moving about on the elevator with no cheese and just praised. So nice. Yes, it worked. Love. Uh, very, very interesting. The whole process. Um, at some point, the dog looked at me as if she wanted to say, I know what you're doing but you're the stupid one because I'm already no longer afraid, but I'm still going to act like it. so that I can get <laughs> And I just, you know, talked back and I said, I, I, I hear you and we're just going to give you more cheese. Cause I'm just impressed. I'm just very excited. So, so yeah. So the elevator s- theories or saga is um, over. So tell me about, you got show and tell. Well, I first I want to ask you, I want to ask you a I have a ash. No, that's just me. Oh. First, I want to ask you a question. With oh all the therapy dog work that you've done over the years, have I mean, I know you love your golden doodles, but is there any other breed of dog that you really just love after you've encountered all these amazing breeds? Yes. That I have well, let's let's say this. There are so many dogs that I do not, that I never really had an experience with that I did not know could be so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like I never, ever heard of or even saw a photo of a Vishla. I know. Beautiful dogs. Well, the thing that is so beautiful about them in a therapeutic environment is they're like little it's a cross between like a baby and a monkey in the (laughs) sense of yeah I know right in the sense of how you can like they will cling to you like you can straddle them and they like literally put their front paws they hang them over your shoulder they'll tuck their head like a baby or a monkey you know I mean Mm -hmm. they're that kind of cuddly and I have yet to find a dog's ear that is softer than a visla. It's like velvet. Mm-hmm. So that is somebody that I, I, I never, I mean somebody, but that's a dog that blew my mind. We have 
the only pit bull mix therapy dog in um, the state of South Carolina and the first one to ever be a therapy dog in Charleston. Wow. And Sydney is a very unique dog in the sense that she was rescued um, out of Bronx, New York. She was being used as a bait dog in illegal um, fighting rings. And she has a very tough life now because her pet dad, (laughs) he like before he bathes her, he literally massages yogurt into her skin <laughs> and all of that. Hey, I can only tell you what they tell me. Um, and then he washes it off with the yogurt and something else makes her skin really soft. And together, I they, love that. Together, I love that. They are so incredible because when I walk down the hallway and I'm training somebody, okay. It's like when, when Pharaoh and his people got in the middle of the Red Sea and then God told Moses to raise his staff and the waters just came on him. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. It's like um, an etch-a-sketch, you know, and the, all the little metal pieces mm-hmm. come together because everybody's saying, oh, oh, it's a dog. Can I pet it? When I walked down the hall with Robert, it's the exact opposite. It was like when God split the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you should see people like throwing themselves up against <laughs> the wall. Um, and, you know, and you hear things like, oh, God, you know, and so, <laughs> because they're coming around and they see this pit bull and she's blue and she's stocky. Oh, I love and blue ones. Robert immediately goes into his. His thing, man, he stops and he just starts talking to everybody. And he says, no, no, don't be afraid. He gets down on one knee. He said, this is Sydney. She's here for you. She's a therapy dog. See, her vest says, pet me. Let me tell you something about Sydney. And I watched this over and over again. And those people that were having that, oh, shit, they now, they're over there. And then, can I take a picture? Uh, Can I have the trading card? So I've learned a lot about that. I do believe everything everybody's told me about the Labradors and especially the Golden Retrievers. And now with the Doodles, there's that, I'm sorry, don't be mad at me. There's that, that is a chip somewhere in there, in the heart, the brain, but somewhere that they just truly um, seem to have this empathetic connection. But you know, Harold. So Harold is a 130 pound dry mouth St. Bernard. And Harold works with palliative care. He's with those families that the patients are either going to be in the hospital for a long period of time or or they're not coming out. Mm. And to see grown men hugging on this big dog and he's just like, he leans in on you. And he's just there for however long you need him. I mean, so they're all very unique, but I just get an opportunity to play um, with all of them. I have a Doberman. People said Dobermans are not good therapy dogs, mm-hmm. but this Doberman is a shooting star in the children's hospital. So they're all good. They're all yeah. good dogs. But I think the Vishla was the one that I never, ever knew anything about. I'd never yeah. heard of a Vishla. And um, then I was just 
like just like the name. <laughs> uh, but they I, are there that you could just hold them like kids or monkey. I love that. I but love I've never that. held a monkey. So, so my quick show and tell is so I've been growing my own broccoli sprouts. So this is a, the beginning of a new batch. Oops, and I just dropped it. And what I did is I ordered online because this is just a regular wide mouth jar. And I ordered this online. It's a special lid. Yeah, this netted lid. So because I have to rinse off the seeds every day to prevent mold. And so I do. And then it comes with a stand and you just basically put it in a stand and it just grows. So in in about four days, this will be filled with sprouts. And then I'll dehydrate them and then grind them up to feed them to the dogs. But when I get my freeze dryer, I'll freeze dry them. But what I decided was that um, I want a full on grow up, up, but I'm brand new. So I didn't go crazy. It's going to be my grow up, my grow operation of all my sprouts. And so I have two of these. I got them online. And so I'll have two layers of sprouts that I can grow. And so I have I've also I'll have four basically things total and I'll be growing broccoli sprouts and alfalfa sprouts and wheatgrass. So where can people like me just go and buy the damn thing? Well, you can just go buy sprouts at the store. <laughs> it's just that they're expensive and they're not that expensive. I mean, it's like, you know, maybe four or $5 for a container of sprouts and you so only add you a pinch give to them. The when you want to give them sprouts fresh versus, or you just want to dry them, freeze them, grind them because you can do a whole bunch and they last longer. Because that's why. And because like, you know, you grow them like it takes about four or five days for for them to grow. And then they last in the fridge for three to four days. And then you it's, they're not good anymore. And so um, what I just wanted was to basically grow them, either dehydrate or freeze dry them when I get a freeze dryer. That way I have a whole stash. Can, of I, over can I buy time. some and slow roast them and grind them? Um, I w- I wouldn't slow roast anything, but I'm just dehydrating at a low heat. I actually bought a book. Also, someone um, I met someone online, a few people online who do this. You know, a lot of people grow their own sprouts, but if I've been meeting a few people who have like you know shelves high with special grow lights and all of that, where they're growing sprouts. And they dehydrate them. And so, and they have like the commercial size dehydrators and, and stuff. And so I was- Okay, so I could slow, maybe roast was the wrong terminology. I could dehydrate. Yeah. In the oven. I, if your oven goes low enough, the problem is, is that a lot of oven, well, I shouldn't say a lot of ovens. I don't know. My oven, the lowest temp is 200 and that's too high. You need to do a very low heat, like 90 to hundred degrees. Over Shit, that's a few called hours. putting them out on my porch. And so, yeah. And so I'm, so I have, I tried it with, cause I now have two dehydrators. Um, my Excalibur dehydrator, it's just not good enough. And I don't know if it's because it's so old or what, but it just doesn't do a good job. Yes, so Kimberly, it's old. You've had this as long as I've known you. It's I old. Know. Let no. it go. I do, it still works. I just don't have any use kinda, for it. Kind of. So I just want, I'm going to give it away. <laughs> I'm going to give it to someone, but I have my new dehydrator. And so today I'm going to go and get some broccoli sprouts and dehydrate them the way the book explains and see how that works. I'm but I'm pretty gonna, excited. I'm going to send you a jar and $5. 
<laughs> it's easier to do it that way. Shit. Grind me up a jar. And, <laughs> and I, am, I am going to do it. And I'm and I decided I'm gonna do all these different things and and I'm gonna start getting herbs. I I have this um it's called Picture This, an app, and you go around and better than the the snafu. This <laughs> this one you take pictures of plants. And it tells you what it is. And so I've been going around our property to see if we have any like free flowing herbs. No, we just have weeds, but it would have been nice if we had free flowing herbs going on. And, um, uh, but I am going to go on an herb walk with um, Dr. Donna Kelleher, a holistic vet. She offers those so that I can learn more about finding herbs and, um, and then basically dehydrating and grinding them up and creating my own herbs. I'm just, I'm like into this whole, I'm not paying money for anything. Unless I feel I like to. I'm losing you. I, I love it. I feel okay. like I'm just this whole, you know, I have all these plants in the house now and because like I'm losing you and um, I'm really excited. Then here we have, yeah, yeah. We are the yin and the yang um, because here I am having my husband the last two days finish the backyard with, you know, we planted a rock garden. <gasps> nice. We have no grass at all in the backyard. I'm not growing anything. Well, some flowers and I do have some flower pots. I am going to buy a blood orange citrus tree. <gasps> I am going to oh, do that. Wow. I know. I'm really excited about that because a friend of mine had it in a huge, I mean, bury a whole human size, like planter. Mm -hmm. And the oranges were huge. And wow. I said, they were blood oranges. They were really big. Now I'm not exaggerating. And so I said, you don't have any problem with like squirrels and all of that. Cause you know, I don't do that. And I, she said, no, you know, when you're growing um, like oranges and stuff, it's first of all, it's too big. Mm -hmm. And then the rind is so thick that they just don't have any interest. So I'm hoping that that will happen in my yard, but yes. So oh, you have to send me a picture of it. I'm really curious to know what that looks like. What yeah. is it called where it's the, um, you know, the fake grass, you know what I'm talking about? Oh girl, that's what I have. Yeah. I've, you know, people putting that in their yards and stuff like, and I, I mean, that wouldn't work here because we get artificial so much rain. Turf? Yes, it yeah, would. The well, we get, I just figured we get so much rain that it would just end up getting moldy. Oh, look. Now, this is an artificial, but we were yard of the month this, this month for September. Really? Yes. <laughs> and why is that? Because we live in this neighborhood and they just go around with this sign, yard of the month, and they, they put it up. Do they let you know, or do you just come outside one day and see that you got it? Oh, they 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 have like kicked it up a notch, and now they kind of like tell you, you know, <laughs> they they tell you, hey, you're going to be yard of the month, and then they tell you what month, and it's oh, okay. you know people get excited, but yes, so we did. There was just a little. I was looking for a picture, but there was a little piece. There's some um, maybe six by fourteen in front of the she shed. That's not a she shed. Um, and so I wanted to give this illusion that it's like a little house, mm -hmm. you know, with the flower window boxes and all of that. Yeah. And so I didn't want it to be all cold. I got stamped concrete, tons of brick, 
And um, then my rock garden, which I'm really excited about. So I wanted something to kind of give it a softer look. So we put the artificial turf down there. Fascinating to watch them work because I just thought you raked up an area and then just threw it down. But no, yeah. it's it's a little more involved than that. Lee is panicking every time we're in the backyard and Jax walks on it. Don't let him pee. Don't let him pee. <laughs> I'm like, listen, if he pees, it's fine. Okay. It'll be all right. I'm not playing, Kathy. Don't let him pee. And I'm thinking, are you planning on sleeping out there? <laughs> Take him out front. Let him pee. Before he go back. I was like, okay. At some point, this will get better. But, <laughs> well, there you um, go. But yeah, so he's been working. He's been working on that. So you just enjoy all your flowers and look for your your herbs. I'm just gonna go to the grocery store. <laughs> um. I, I want to read about the um I want to read about your your sprouts. I don't want to read about the poop. So <laughs> I think what you should do is you should the first sentence, you know, that we see in our feed, it should say warning. <laughs> okay. This is about dog poop. And then that way I can just like hit delete. Okay. Okay. So what else you got? So um, what else are you doing the rest of the day? Well, Johan is taking down trees, dead trees. Um, He's out there. I can actually see him out there. Our neighbors out there, they're out there. They got chainsaws and an excavator and they're, you know, doing that man stuff. And so my task is to pick up sticks and put them in a pile. And so that's what I'll be doing. I I need to, I need to go get some moisturizer. I need to go get some sprouts to test in my um, dehydrator. And then I have new earbuds, new earbuds that I got at Costco that work great. And I'll be listening to a book while I pick up sticks and try to keep Apollo from racing off with sticks. We haven't talked about food and I know you in a long time. And I know you love how descriptive I am about what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Um, So excited when I went to the grocery store this morning. Guess what I found? What? The prettiest green tomatoes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have not had fried green tomatoes. All oh, I haven't had year. those in years. I've been making salsa with my tomatoes and I made one batch nice. and it was good. It was good, but it was sweet. Um, and I tried to cut back the sweetness with more lime juice, but I just didn't do it good enough. And I actually added too much water because I use my Nutribullet to grind it up. And I'm so used to putting vegetables in it and then adding a little water and then grinding it up. And I shouldn't have done that because there's plenty of water in the tomatoes. But so the first batch was pretty good. And actually someone offered to buy, buy it, buy some off of me. And I was just like, oh, thank you. It is delicious. The next batch was a little different and um, it had I did a spicier jalapenos because the first batch I used a mild where they took the seeds out. And so the second batch I did hot and got the jalapenos and um, it was very good. It was a lot better than, I mean, the first batch was good. This one is even better. And then a couple of days ago, I made my third batch with, um, cause I'm trying to use up all the tomatoes that I'm growing and it's the best batch ever. It's I, I made my neighbor, I went, my neighbor was over and I was like, oh, I need you to taste my salsa. I was, or no, I said, you want to taste my salsa? And after I said it, it just, we all just stood there looking at each other. And I was like, that sounded 
off. Yeah, like, that sounded really bad. Yeah. And and we were, and I was like, did it? Because it sounded off to me. Did it sound, I mean, because we understand that I'm actually talking about food, but there's just something about that sentence that sounded inappropriate. So I just walked away, went and got a bag of chips and salsa and brought it back out and said, please. And he was like, this is excellent. And it was, so I am um, a salsa connoisseur, sort of, and I love it. Well, I think that that's, um, that's very good. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'll be growing tomatoes every year to make salsa. And I think next year, since I, um, cause I just grew the tomatoes next year, I'm going to grow peppers, jalapenos. If I think they'll grow in this environment, but I'm just going to try and grow as many of the ingredients. I won't grow the onions, but I do have garlic. You know how, like if you have garlic and it starts sprouting up, mm-hmm. You break it up and you just put each sprout into the ground. And, it goes. and so now I have garlic growing out in my um, garden. So I think I'm going to grow some garlic. I'm going to just grow a bunch of stuff and then put it all together and see if I can just make mostly a homemade my garden garlic, salsa. My garlic grows at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fine. Supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> we are night and day. i'm I'm getting prepared i'm getting prepared for the zombie apocalypse so when the zombie apocalypse happens i'll have homemade salsa no you'll just broccoli sprouts you'll have a whole lot of sprouts (laughs) broccoli sprouts i'll be good to go but listen i'll be able to run anywhere i want because we'll have plenty of you move (laughs) my joints will not be inflamed Okay, so comment of the week, um, and then we'll let y'all go because I'm surprised we haven't. Where is he? So um, sleeping. Oh, I know. Don't mention his name. He's taking a <laughs> nap. We kind of he- slept in this morning. You know, do your dogs have they came come to that point where? They're not up at six every day. Like they yeah. understand Saturday. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah. At seven, Jax looked at me and jumped up in the bed, curled up around my legs, and we were out again. It was just yeah. great. Yeah. So they I had a late it. breakfast. So that's probably why. And I was thinking about it. Just I was looking at my dog this just this past week because it's so nice and it's peaceful and they're calm. I love having adult dogs. And I don't think I could do a puppy right now because everything is so calm. So if by some miracle I were to add another dog to our family, I would have to go with an adolescent or adult dog or a senior dog because I really like how calm everything is. Now, how old are you again? I'm 51. Girl, you better go back and read my series on Diary of a Middle-Aged Puppy Mom. You could do it. It is. Um, <laughs> you can, you can do it. Um, I I I'm I'm done. I can't do it, I, and I know I can't do it. I'm done. And you know, Tiffany, bless her heart, as they say mm-hmm. in the South. You know, she's talking about John and I. We'll get you um, the mini ones, and I know they're expensive, Mom, but it doesn't matter. We'll get you two. And I was like, the hell you will. Uh, <laughs> Harley's going to live another 10 years and make it into the Guinness World Book of Records. And Jax is going to double that. And that's all I have to say about that. 
Yeah. I just, I, I like, I like the piece of it. I mean, they're, they still have their crazy, you know, silly moments and stuff, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, like right now during this entire podcast, they're just chilling, you know? Well, I did make the decision and I've been teeter-tottering about it, but I did make the decision to go ahead and, um, after the blessing of the dogs, I'm going to officially retire Harley and, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to renew his certifications. He's not coming back into the hospital at all. Um, that means that Jax has started to step up a little bit. When I'm not training another dog, he is my sidekick. He shares my office with me. He is my coworker, and mm-hmm. um, that gives him in it. In it, that in itself gives him plenty of exercise because it's constant movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in between seeing patients and stuff, if it's nice, they have so many open fields and stuff on campus that we'll go throw a ball, you mm. know, for a little bit before, after lunch. So um, he'll get his exercise in that manner, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Read the comment. Okay. I changed my mind about reading the comment. Instead, what I'm going to say is after our last episode, where we talked about scout, I got so many amazing comments Um, you know, people who were sending me their sympathies and also people who relate it to the podcast. Yeah. And relate it to what we talked about. And I just want to say thank you so much for those messages and kind words. Um, There's just something about knowing that you're not alone in all of this because, you know, there are ways of feeling um, that just people without dogs it's not so much that they can't empathize, but it's when you're talking to people with dogs, you just know you're in good company. And so I just appreciate people just acknowledging that, you know, little things like the fact that you constantly feel like you see them out the side of your, you know, you know, up, off the side of your vision, um, accidentally calling one of the dogs by scout's name, that's still happening. Um, you know, just, or, you know, just the feeling of like we're in an alternate universe because it's, it ha- you know, just they, you go from having four dogs to having three dogs like that. And it's just, you're, you haven't caught up to that reality yet. Well, the reason I asked you for a picture of you and Scott is that I'm actually finishing up a, a podcast only because um, I felt very strongly about taking over. God knows if I'll ever, ever get a chance to take over another podcast, but keep hope alive, Jesse, keep hope alive. Um, but anyway, uh, my, my friend around the corner called me, oh, you have to get up and leave? Are you going to leave in the middle of, and around the corner? Me and Vanessa going for a walk. <laughs> called me because their dog, um was misdiagnosed and was constantly getting not feeling well. And they kept going back and forth. They went to a different vet. The white blood cell count was so off that that constituted some more exams. And they were like, your dog is really not going to make it the rest of the week. So, you know, he reached out to me and I, I won't use their name because I don't know if this is legal or not, but the dog loved to hang out in the um, backyard around the pool. And Mm -hmm. so they went and prepared a place for him. 
And like I said, I don't know if you could do that in this state or not, but it was a small dog, if that makes any consolation. Any all who, um, the dog, the vet did come and, you know, they were able to share that transition in their house. And um, when I saw him or talked to him about two days later, he said, it's so good to talk to you about this because so many people try to understand, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So then I started thinking and I was like, you know, I'm going to write this from the perspective of not what happens to the person. It's not about the person who has experienced the loss. It's about the person. It's about the people that know this person. And based on what we talked about on the podcast, it's not about the person who has experienced the loss. It is more about the people who know but then don't know what to do or what to say. And Mm -hmm. you gave such valuable information on the podcast. It caused me to then look deeper and look for more information, um, especially after this just happened with the neighbor. So Mm -hmm. that's what this, this is going to be about, but um, yeah, it should be out tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Check it out. All right. Well, it's been wonderful chatting with you. It has. I'm going to wake Carly up now. <laughs> Let's stay on schedule. It's time to eat, eat, eat. <clears throat> I'm going to go pick up sticks in the yard. Go pick up sticks. And I'm going to go tell my husband how wonderful he is because he did the rock garden all by himself. And he didn't interrupt the podcast. No, he didn't. He, didn't. <laughs> he never does. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> 